Hey guys, Kill Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast, the for you, by you trading podcast. And what I mean by that is that you guys provide most of the content because you ask me the questions and I get on here, I turn the microphone on and I give you answers and you guys love it and ask more questions. And that's the way it should be. Uh, makes my job easy. Uh, a little bit of house cleaning before we get started on today's topic of uh, developing and, and finding a strategy. I am going to go back to the three-day-a-week format for the podcast, so new podcast episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I did try the five-day-a-week thing, just a little bit too busy, didn't really like it too much. I like having that little extra day to kind of let each episode breathe, and I found that a lot of episodes were kind of getting skipped or you know whatnot because it's just it's too much content so less is more as we say in coffee break now that being said um i don't do these podcast episodes in any type of order so there may be a future podcast that comes out that says hey guys five times a week if that happens just ignore it but most of you guys listen on a regular basis so you're in the know Today's question came from TradingView, um, and it's about strategy development. Um, the question was, if I go back and find it, and it's from a Trading Coach podcast listener, so I appreciate your support, said, Akil, do you have any advice on how to start developing a strategy? I've been dabbling here and there, even saw your videos on YouTube, but I don't know where to start. And yes, I have a lot of advice, right? I've, I've developed many trading strategies in my time. I can tell you that most of them were unsuccessful, um, but the unsuccessfulness of those strategies is also what led to the successfulness of current strategies and most likely future strategies. And I'll get into that in a little bit. But the first part of developing a strategy has nothing to do with a strategy. Um, one of the, well, not mistakes, but something that a lot of new traders do, including myself, is we, we start off by just looking for the strategy. We're, we're blinded to everything else. We're YouTube searching, Forex strategy, investment strategy, day trading strategy, continuation strategy, structured strategy, whatever. We're just looking strategy, 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 strategy. And, and we, we get what we ask for, right? We get a lot of different strategies, but they ultimately end up failing. We, we've spoke about that for many, many, many reasons. But one of the reasons that they end up failing is because we just don't have the capacity to understand the strategy yet right we are looking for the answers without having a knowledge of the thing so imagine it like you know we're in school and and not that i did this before but we're in school and that we have a test coming up and i'm trying to cheat to get the answers to the test right and i can cheat and get the answer to the test by going online or whatever like that and it gives me the answers and i may pass that test, but I'm probably going to fail all future tests because I haven't actually acquired knowledge about the subject. So all the projects, all the pop quizzes, I'm going to fail all that stuff because I have no idea what's going on. I, I, I took a shortcut. So that's what happens when we jump right into a strategy, especially if we jump right into it with the, the idea of, hey, I just want to trade it right away and, and not be curious or knowledgeable or, or learn about what the strategy is and why the strategy works. So the first step, and this is great because it works on no matter what type of strategy or what type of trade you want to be, is simply acquire knowledge. Now, you want to acquire knowledge. There is such thing as acquiring too much knowledge, right? Jason Grayson and myself always talk about baby pips being a, a, an amazing resource, but it gives you almost everything about everything, at least back when, when I went through it. And it's a lot. 
and you get overwhelmed, you get confused, and, and, and basically you end up taking in so much information that a lot of it spills out. It's that old kind of, you know, I'm thirsty, so I take a sip by opening a fire hydrant and just having the water spray at me, right? It's a lot of information, but most of it doesn't get absorbed because it's just too much and we, we can't handle all of it. So you do want to acquire knowledge, but you want to do it smartly and you want to do it in a very methodical and organized way. Now, the thing about acquiring knowledge is this. During this journey of acquiring knowledge, right, it's important to understand that we're not trying to master anything, right? That's where a lot of people run into trouble because we spend so much, you know, so much brain bandwidth trying to master something that, again, we run out of space and it doesn't let new stuff in. We just want to become familiar with it. So think about it like a, uh, like a, a sample at a buffet or, or, or think about like speed dating, I guess you can say. I've never gone speed dating, but I've seen shows where they do it. And I think in speed dating, like they have like maybe the, the women sit at the table and then like you get a number and you go from each table to each table and you get a certain amount of time to ask questions, right? And you go around the whole thing and you take notes. So knowledge is the same thing, right? We want to go from subject to subject we're not doing a deep dive into the whole personal history and deepest thoughts and desires, but we want to learn a little bit about this subject and we want to take notes. And this is the harder part. We have to understand or, or at least kind of figure out if it's something that fits or not, right? Whether it's something we're attractive to, right? So when you go across different strategies or different um, different ideas and elements of learning and, and education in the market, you're going to find some stuff that clicks right away where, you know, we're going to teach you something. It's going to be like, oh, man, like, yeah, I kind of liked it. I can see myself doing that. You're going to see stuff that is like, ah, that's way too confusing or like, oh, no, that doesn't. I would never do that. And you want to pay attention to that stuff because ultimately what you're trying to do is you're trying to filter out the things that you think you like or think that you understand. Right. Those both are important. Um, you're trying to filter and, and keep more of those and get rid of everything else because ultimately the goal is we want to fit a strategy that works with our personality. And I know a lot of people poo-poo that. A lot of people are like, nah, just pick something that makes the most money possible. But trust me, if you pick something that you don't believe in, you're going to have a rough time fighting those psychological battles and those psychological battles are going to end to you losing money in the market. When you pick something that you do believe in, you have more confidence. When you have more confidence, you do more of the right thing. When you do more of the right thing, you make less mistakes. When you make less mistakes, you make more money so far and, and so forth, right? So you, you want to do that. So spend some time acquiring knowledge and, and take notes, mental notes or actual, you know, literal notes, um, Alexa notes, whatever is your thing, right? And Figure out what are some things I like. Do I like moving averages? Do I like, you know, structured trading? Do I like Fibonacci? Do I like harmonic patterns? Do I like classic patterns? Do I like counter trend? Do I like trend continuation? Do I like breakouts, right? Start jotting down some of these things because it at least gives you kind of an idea of what you want to focus on. Now, the next step after that is you want to come to the decision on what type of trader can you be? And there's typically three types, right? There are act, highly active day traders. Those are the ones that are trading lower time frames. I would say anything below the 15 minute chart where you, you, the chart demands a lot of attention, meaning you can't really kind of get up and walk around. You got to be at your chart for a set period of time watching it because the moves happen really, really, really quick. A lot of a lot of action on those time frames, um, but action is not necessarily a good thing in the market because if you're taking the wrong action, it just 
makes you go broke quicker. Um, but there's day trading. Um, there are, there is swing trading, which is the middle, which is, you know, it's intraday swing trading, which is in the middle, which is like, hey, I'm looking at an hourly chart, a four hour chart. So like, I've got to be able to check my charts maybe a couple times a day, but like, I've got hour long periods or four hour long periods in between. So it's not like I need to pay it that much attention. I can kind of check it in the morning, uh, check it right before lunch, you know, check it, you know, mid afternoon, then check it at night and be good to go. Then there is, um, it's not really position trading, but let, let, let's call it once a day trading. And this is something like super higher time frame where it's like, hey, whatever I'm doing in my life, I only have the opportunity to check it once a day. So I, you know, I worked with a truck driver before who's doing these crazy shifts and he's like, hey, I can check my charts once a day. Sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's at night. So I have to put together a strategy where, you know, things move slow enough that I, I, I can get away with checking it once a day, finding my signal, placing my orders, my entries, and, and not needing to adjust anything until the next day. Um, so you got to figure out what fits your life the most. And you start that by just, you know, mapping out your schedule. Like, be honest with yourself. You know, don't create a schedule saying, well, I'm going to be a full-time trader, so I'm going to quit my job and do this. Because at first, you're probably not going to quit your job. You know, for a very long time, you're probably going to trade alongside your full-time job. So you need to find something that complements it, right? Maybe in the future, when you get great and good and your trading income starts uh, to replace your your nine to five income or your regular job income then you can you can do whatever the hell you want because you got time at your hand time freedom um it's funny when you get to that point you typically want to trade less because now you want to use that time for cool things like going on school trips with your kiddo if you guys saw my instagram post the other day um but start with what your actual actual life looks like now you'll always have time later to adjust and add strategies right so by this point you kind of understand a few things that you like you kind of know what type of duration that duration is important because that's going to kind of have an effect on what type of trades you can take after that it's going to be you got to pick something right and i would say this most traders i work with don't end up going with their first strategy or their first idea. We get all excited about it. We're like, I'm going to do this. It's going to be great. I'm going to back test. And then like, you know, you get to in three months later and like, hey, I'm doing something else now. And that's okay, right? Because in my experience, right, trading strategies come from a lot of refinement, right? And it, become, it comes from a lot of failure. Whether you're creating something from scratch on your own or whether you're taking something that someone else showed you on the internet that, hey, I want to do kind of a version of this, it's going to take a lot of refining, meaning that you're going to learn it. You're going to go through an eye test. You're going to go through some kind of pre-back testing and you're going to make some switches. You're going to be like, hey, I, I like this aspect of it, but I don't think I want to use this or I don't like that aspect of it. I want to use this instead or I want to add this filter. And what happens during this journey is that you find different things that work. Right. So, you know, I look at my my kind of strategy development right now and, and I've got I, I break it down into kind of three sections. Right. I, I after like the initial type of strategy, I, I have entry filters. I got exit filters and I got like trade management stuff. So let's focus on exit filters and entry filters. What or not, not even filters, but um, techniques. So what I have is I have a handful of entry techniques that I know work. Now, I, I don't know if they'll work for this specific strategy, but I know they work. So that helps me out because I know exactly when it, what I need to test. I have a bunch of exit strategies, so stops and targets, right? Um, I have a bunch of 
techniques that I know work or that I like using from in the past. Again, I don't know if they're going to work with this particular strategy, but I know what to try out. So I have these two lists of things and I can go and compare and contrast. I can try A and be like, oh, ah, that works a little bit. Let's try B. Ooh, B works better. Let's try C. Oh, C doesn't work at all. Right. And it helps me kind of streamline the process. Now, again, I've been doing this for 16 years, so it's a little bit easier because I, I failed so many times that I kind of know my go to's and my non go to's. So I have like an order of test this, test that at the beginning stages of your trading, you don't notice. So you want to be creative, like don't be you know, afraid to test anything. It's something if, if it, it may seem stupid, it may seem dumb. It may be something someone on the Internet tells you not to do. Hell, test it anyway. Right. Who cares? This is your strategy. The worst that can happen is, it, is it, it doesn't work. And you're like, OK, well, I know not to use that in the future. The best thing that can happen is, or is it does work or maybe you find it, it works, but you have to make another tweak to the parameters or the settings or something like that. Or maybe an exit technique works better as an entry filter or something like that. But it's a, a lot of playing around, taking notes trial and error until you find small things that work. When you find small things that work, you take it, you put it aside, you start working on the next thing and you fail, 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 find something that works, add it to the, the ingredients, and then repeat the process. And, and eventually you come up with something that actually works and that is gonna be your trading strategy. And then you actually go and refine it as you're trading it live as well as you get more experience in the market. I did a, a podcast episode about this a couple, I think a couple episodes ago about how your eyes change over time as you start to recognize stuff they didn't even know existed before. So it's this forever learning process. And that's kind of the, the cool part about trading. It, 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 it could be scary for you guys that are new, that are listening to it, because you know a lot of you think it's gonna be perfection at first. But it's actually really intriguing and, and it, it keeps the, 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 the flame firing as a trader because trading is boring. I'll tell you what, trading is, once you have a strategy that you're trading, it's methodical, it's boring. Like I come into the charts, I look for the same exact things in the same exact order every single day. And I, I can't take stuff that doesn't meet the plan. I take stuff that does meet the plan. Like there's no like... I don't want to say there's no fun. I enjoy analyzing the markets, but like as far as like me taking trades, it's, it's pretty robotic and monotonous. The fun comes from the analysis and looking at different things where it's like, oh, I can't trade that, but that looks fun. Maybe I'll use that in the future. Oh, I didn't see that before. Hmm, I wonder if this would have any effect on it. So it's this carrot that's in front of you that keeps you motivated to learn and learn and learn because I never know how I'm going to elevate my strategy to the next level the next time. So I'm always trying to gather information and, and just continue to develop. And when your mind is curious, when your mind is creative, when your mind is motivated in that type of way, man, you're probably going to have a really good future as a trader. Glad you enjoyed the episode. I should say hope you guys enjoyed the episode, but I know you liked it. I know you did, right? Um, if you're interested in learning how to trade and, and you need something a little bit more organized and just kind of the, the random junk that's on the internet, check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. We've been teaching traders for 12 years now. Jason Grayson has been teaching traders for, what, 10 years now. We've been doing this a long time. We have a pretty straightforward method and of how to help you become successful. And I say help you because ultimately we can lead you to path that has made many others successful before you, but it's up to you to take it. It's up for you to do the work. But if you are up to that challenge, www.tier1trading.com. Check it out. See you there. And I'll see you guys next episode of the Trading Coach Podcast.